I'm Graham Bell and welcome to Any Sporting Question. I begin today with a big hello to all our listeners in the UK, a big how do to all our listeners in America, a big bonjour to all our listeners in Canada, a good day to all those tuning in down under, and finally a massive how on earth did you find us to our subscribers in Cambodia. Now there's a change to the guest today as the small man of sport failed to climb up to the challenge. Instead, Nigel, you will be impressed as I'm proud to welcome back a man with 21 years of heterosexuality. Matthew Burrell, welcome back, how are we? Hello Graham, I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good, I'm going to step in for the small man today. Uh, he failed to, failed to climb into those little shoes he has to come <laughs> in today, cannot wait for him to come on the show, but uh, instead we'll have to make do with Matthew, which is always good. Right, usual score for you, six questions, 45 seconds, one winner, let's begin with the Premier League, as Manchester United and Chelsea were grateful for last gas goals to save a pride for the sides at the top. Matt, which winner was the most important in the scheme of things? The Chelsea goal. At the end of the day, they would, had a loss of momentum. The big thing about winning the league is when you've got momentum, you can go from match to match, build it up, build it up, build it up, keep getting the points and eventually win the league. Chelsea had lost that over the last few weeks with the Man United result, with the South End match, and they'd lost it. But this last minute goal has gone some way to regaining it, and I think that's very, very important. This Chelsea team could be the term for them. I mean, they're still weak defensively, but they were missing Terry, they're missing Cole, okay, and they were still able to perform. They got a chance. But Manchester United, they're now top of the league for the first time this season. And they've almost turned into that boring, boring Arsenal side that George Graham used to produce that would just win 1 0 or 2 0 or something like that. And that could be very vital in this title charge. These games, which are 0 0 until the last minutes, and they're able to it's grab a lead, close grab a winner. Top. And it's something like eight goals in the last five minutes of games now for Man United this season. That exactly. is a very impressive. Staying in football, and the Premier League is possibly getting the most exciting at the bottom. With it's harder now to get out of the Championship, which side will be most affected if they go down, Graham? I still think one team, are, one big club, will go down this season. And West Ham is an obvious choice, okay? The financial situation is different to the last time they dropped into the Championship. But they've been up bef- back up before, and I'm going to back them for that. If they go down, it'll be Middlesbrough who struggled the most. And I, I see almost like a Charlton with them being up safely in the Premier League for a while. It all goes swimming along. I love the way the club is set up at Middlesbrough. Don't deny me, I love what Steve Gibson is doing with Gareth Southgate. But it'd be a challenge for him at the Riverside if they did go down. I would, to an extent, agree. Generally and traditionally, the teams that go down are, and struggle the most are the teams that have been in the Premiership the longest and the most set up and just not used to the change. Teams like Tottenham, Man City should be able to with the finances to get out of there if, it, if the worst happens. West Brom are a yo-yo club, they should be able to deal with it. Teams like Middlesbrough and Blackburn are the other name I'd mention. If they go down, I think they could be struggling a lot and they might not come back up very quickly. Well, exactly. Well, this week sees the return of the voice of the Bison as the Basingstoke Bison highlights come back to YouTube. So, Matt, what is your favourite YouTube sporting clip of all time? Well, in light of last week's conversation on the podcast, I would like to see, I would say the Matthew Hayden's 380 against Zimbabwe, <laughs> simply to see the strength of the Zimbabwe bowling attack, which is apparently so much better than England's. Alternatively, another great, great YouTube clip is Titus Bramble's Magic Moments. I would recommend it to anyone just to simply watch three minutes of Titus Bramble making a fool of himself, kicking the air, tripping over himself (laughs) and scoring some great, great own goals. I've got to stick to my roots here. I've got to go for the hockey boys, but I'm going for the Canada-Russia game from the World Junior Championships in 1987. Now, hockey, I believe, always has more to it than fighting. Some people go along and say, oh, I went to a hockey, I went to a fight and a hockey match broke out. But this brawl is immense. To, to stop the fighting, they turn the lights out in the arena for 30 seconds. When the lights come back on, two Canadian players are punching the hell out of one another because they thought each other were Russians. That is just what a sign of a fight it was. 
Okay, moving on. Rocket Ronnie Sullivan collected the Masters Trophy for the fourth time this weekend. Is he the greatest player ever to hit the Green Bays? Snooker is one of those sports that I hate more than others. As you watch what what O'Sullivan does and Hendry do, and you just can't replicate it down the pub. You just, I mean, my heart's why break. it's such a good watch, surely, because of the talent. It shows. I know my break price breaks about ten, I think. So O'Sullivan, no doubt, is possibly the most talented player the game will ever see but what I question is whether he has the mental strength to do what Stephen Hendry did and win title after title after title I've got no doubt if he wanted to he could win matches but he sort of struggles with keeping the mental edge I've just there got to agree with you to an extent he is the most talented I would say I was someone like Alex Higgins before my time so I never got to see them so I can't really comment fully but as far as I'm concerned he's probably the most talented player the way he plays left-handed so so easily is a great skill but to be greatest player, you've got to be winning the most trophies and most awards and stuff. And you've got to go for someone like Stephen Hendry, Steve Davis, someone like that, because they've done it so consistently. I would love to have seen Rocky O'Sullivan Ro- 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 during the 80s when Snooker was at its heyday and it was all singing and dancing. Anyway, cycling and Lance Armstrong made his return to competitive racing in the Tour Down Under. But Matt, is this just a giant publicity score for the American, or is he back to race? Well, cycling is a pretty uninteresting sport for me personally. And I would say Lance Armstrong is one of those few people that names is known globally and is very well known. So it's quite possible that him coming back is just simply to regain some interest in the sport. But at the end of the day, he would not be doing it if he didn't think he was good enough to compete and to win. So maybe not. Armstrong has nothing to prove for me apart from to one man who was Eddie Merckx. Now, he was a cannibal. He rode for 365 days a year. He collected trophy after trophy, won all the big tours. He held world records. Armstrong only was single-minded. He only ever went after the Tour de France, Okay. And as a result, I hope he's back to win these others. I hope he comes back and wants to win the gyro. But it will be sad to see him coming home in just the middle of the pack rather than as the great blistering rider that he was. I mean, it could, I, it could do as much to destroy his legacy as build it up. It? it could do. I mean, I remember him going up Von 2 um, against um, um, Marco Platini and it was just fantastic. Well, finally, today is considered the most depressing day of the year. So in a vain attempt to try and cheer everyone up <laughs> what are you looking forward to in 2009 Graham? Obviously the Ashes two sides rebuilding themselves will go into one of the greatest duels in the sporting world um, this year's Premier League looks like it's the tightest it's ever been at the bottom I mean it's going to go down to the wire anybody could probably go down on the last day but the handshake agreement this weekend in the NHL over in America that will see the NHL return to the O2 Such for the next two a years mind. It it's is going incredible. to be absolutely fantastic I was there for the first year when the Ducks came over and faced the LA Kings it was such an experience it was like nothing ice hockey has seen in this country before. The one I went for was simply the Ashes, with the build-up with the whole Kevin Peterson affair that's happened recently, with the Australians in a bit of turmoil as well. There's going to be so much media coverage, it's going to be massive. It's going to be absolutely huge, and I really can't wait for it to start. I can't either. I think it's going to be one of the greatest series. I mean, last time we were all told that it was the great series, the series. It's different this time round because the teams aren't at the peak. Yeah. Whereas last time they were both really, really at their peak and doing really well. This time, it's almost different because they're struggling it's going to be fantastic right that's it then six questions now time for the winner we're both going to write them down on the pieces of paper again and uh, we're just giving each other the scores and it's three two one reveal Burrell's gone for a 16 but um, I'm sorry to say but the winner Nigel is this man he's collected 17 points today congratulations great answers today mate well I had to had to win eventually really I was going to keep <laughs> coming back till I did so it's probably good for everyone that I've eventually managed to win Thank you very much for coming in at short notice today, Matt. It's always a pleasure to have you in the studio. Join me again on Thursday when the master of sport, Daniel Cleary, is back in the studio as the small man tries to find the way up the wall. Until Thursday, take care of yourself. Goodbye.